Welcome to the 4A Music Podcast. I'm Charlie. I'm Alexandria. I'm Amy. On this week's pod, spooky songs for Halloween. 12 of our favorite evil songs for grizzly ghouls from every tomb. It's time to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> So we wanted to kick off a little bit before we hop into uh, this week's newsletter or our 4 for 4 a list this week. We want to talk a little bit about vocal health because it's been coming up a lot. <laughs> so here's our vocal health party for everybody. So um, I'll give you my kind of quick rundown of like what I tell all my students. And then uh, we can kind of go from there. Is that cool? Perfect. Yeah. Is that kind of what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so... Uh, so especially for like people who are music majors and in college and all that kind of stuff, I think like a lot of this can be conceptualized as what if you were a college athlete, like you're like division one or something and you got recruited and you got a scholarship and you're going to go to college and, and play whatever sport you're going to play. Like what kind of things would you do on a daily basis to uh, just kind of keep up your vocal or keep up your hygiene or like keep stay in shape or make sure that you're like um, at peak performance and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so it's like really basic stuff, but, uh, but it's things that people don't do. And that's why everyone keeps having to talk about it all the time. So it's like, get plenty of sleep, <laughs> uh, drink some water. If you can drink some, uh, if you can put something in your water, like, um, like a little bit of lemon or a little bit of Gatorade or something like that, or in a pinch, even a little bit of salt, that's cool because it gives you some electrolytes and you can like absorb the water better and all that kind of stuff and stay hydrated better. Um, and the other thing about water that I think is really important for singers to hear is that it takes your body a while to absorb water that you drink. Mm. <laughs> and water does not directly go on your vocal folds or like to your larynx. So if you're feeling like your <laughs> voice feels right. like dry or kind of like a little bit weird, um, unless it's like really your mouth that feels dry, if it's like really your voice feels dry or something, or you can like, um, uh, this is going to get a little graphic, which is maybe good for the Halloween episode. But like, if you have like mucus, that's like on your vocal folds, that's kind of like getting thicker, which like usually happens when you're kind of dehydrated, like that's not going to get better right away. If you drink some water, mm -hmm. it's going to take like, I don't know what the rule is. I think it can take like up to a couple hours for your body to like absorb like water that you drink so it's always funny to me like at recitals people have like big bottles of water and all that kind of stuff because it that's really like a that's more of a um, placebo kind of a thing that yeah. that's not really helping yeah. you like you're already there you know um, <laughs> and it's important to like drink water too in the morning and all that kind of stuff because like most of us get like really dried out overnight and that's why in the morning we feel like like all of that kind of stuff like our phlegm is like really <laughs> thick and everything especially this time of year so like if you're in the northern ish part oh, of God. america and everything like the heat is turning on now and all that kind of stuff and so the air is already dry but it's really like the heat that turns on in your up in your house and your apartment and all that kind of stuff that is kind of the thing that bakes you um so drink lots of water get a humidifier Scarfs are just for looks. Uh, tea and honey and all that kind of stuff is just for good vibes. That's not, mm. that's not necessarily going to change much. Um, 
And uh, yeah, just think about too um, what what they call vocal load, which is like a very gross way. Of, like it's like a very um, it it sounds weird, but anyways, vocal load is basically like how much you're singing and talking during the day. And so you think about, uh, and, and that's a little different every day, and it's affected by the day that you just had before and the week you just had before and all of that kind of stuff. But you basically have like a jar of pennies, and once, and that's like minutes singing or something. It's like, and minutes talking. And once you run out of pennies, like stuff mm -hmm. is going to start to feel weird. And if it feels weird, you should not sing. Um, and so that's a lot of my kind of initial uh kind of like rundown for for people and it, it's it's weird how much we need to kind of just be reminded of that yeah um, <laughs> but the other thing i would say which is really important to know is that no one has perfect vocal health or perfect vocal hygiene um all of our favorite singers have at some point lost their voice or had to cancel a gig or cancel a mm -hmm. tour or um have had to kind of like gut out something that they weren't feeling their best, but they kind of did the best they could in the moment and tried not to absolutely kill themselves doing it. Um, everybody deals with that, and and there's a lot of stigma around vocal health things. So, um, especially conditions like nodes and um, nodules or uh, nodules are nodes, but like nodes or hemorrhages or polyps or all those different kinds of things. There's like a lot of stigma around that, but. There's, a, there's crazy stats out there like 50% of voice majors in college will at some point have something like that. Oh and it's God. not because all their teachers suck and that they have bad <laughs> technique or something. It's just because um, our voices were actually not made to sing as much as like Lutheran choir directors <laughs> would like to think yeah. that um, God created the voice so that we could sing up to him or something like that. Um, our, our larynxes and our vocal cords are evolutionary. Um, they come from evolutionary so that we don't like drown or choke constantly and that our lungs aren't constantly filling up with weird fluids and that we can cough and all that kind of stuff. And talking and singing is like really secondary or tertiary kind of to like what they're for. Mm -hmm. Um, so and, uh. And so we should be kind of kind. Uh, we should be kind of kind about it. Um, so, yeah. But yeah. The thoughts. And any thoughts from uh, that was like a. a I loved that. Yeah. A strange I needed lecture. a reminder of that. That's just so cool that, like, yeah, our, 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 the initial use of our larynx is <laughs> to not choke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to be able to, you know. Yeah. I love vocal rest. <laughs> like so much. I like I know I feel like it always seems super diva-esque or something or whatever, but I'm super into like at least in college, every single day I would like be obsessed with filling up my water bottle and I would be obsessed with being on vocal rest if I felt like I had to be. I never did it like just for fun, but I mean if I was starting to feel weird, I was always like can't sing right now <laughs> but part of it is like because that's hard for me like I would always get kind of sad when I when I don't sing a lot sometimes I get a little sad yeah it's hard <laughs> when you're sick and you can't sing yeah like I get a little dark in there but it's so effective that's why I love it because it it works yeah sometimes um I've had these like moments where I can 
if I'm really in tune with my body, I can tell, oh, I need to stop like mm-hmm. right now because I just yeah. know, like, I'm like, for some reason, my body's like, Alex, you should probably not talk right now. Like, or else like something bad is going to happen. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if you've ever gotten those feelings where you're like, totally oh, this is like, I I cannot, I, have. I should be quiet. Yeah. And I also really got into the habit of warming. Can you talk about warming up or no? Warming Do you have down? anything to say about that, Charlie? Yeah, either. I love warming up too. It changes yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, because I used it. to not warm up in high school. Didn't warm up. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, every lesson I teach, I start with, have you sung today? And, yeah. and yeah. I think probably 95% of students say like, not really. Mm. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. And you're paying how much money to be in here with me for an hour or whatever, yeah. you know, and not to say that I'm like super high paid or anything, but, the, um, <laughs> but, uh, but like you're taking time out of your day to come do this and you didn't even do that. But this goes along with the athlete thing where it's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, you wouldn't run out, you wouldn't like run out to even like a practice. Like I, I wouldn't do that if I'm playing basketball with my friends or something in, in the driveway. Like I'm gonna kind of like jump around a little bit, or like stretch a little <laughs> bit, or like shoot a few like free throws or whatever before I, I like go through the thing. And it's so funny how um, I think there's a little bit of this like uh, there's a myth of like I'm just gonna walk in like Sinatra. I just drank like a whole bottle of Jack Daniels, and I'm gonna do this in one take and just like bop it out and all that kind of stuff. I think that's all bullshit. I think that's all. Those are mostly like showbiz lies. But yeah, warming up is important, and um, and this goes along to vocal load, and so this goes along with that. So like, um, uh, you should. I don't think you should necessarily do the same vocal warm up every day. Like I think, like a lot of times people get in the habit of like they run through these patterns and they go through like the four or five things every day, you know, and like that's their move, and they kind of do it thought thoughtlessly. I'd much rather that people do much like fewer things for a shorter period of time but like be really present and like kind of be really focused like really focus on like feeling what's happening and listening to what's happening um but basically like if you hit the main registers like if you do head chest and mix um if you do some kind of quiet singing you do some kind of loud singing uh, if you do something that's like um maybe like a longer like a long tone kind of thing and that could be like a long scale or it could be just could could just be like singing a note for as long as you can until running out of breath but if you do that kind of stuff like you're probably pretty good um if you've been singing a lot in your head voice the day before you might need to uh warm up more in your chest voice the next day because our like we kind of our voices kind of get set up in a certain configuration or something like if we've oh been God. singing a lot in a certain kind of way they kind of get aligned in a certain way to kind of do that. Like yeah. all the all the components of it get aligned to do that like a bunch of the time. Like our bodies, our bodies are weird because like they, they like adapt really quick and then they'll mm-hmm. kind of like be like, oh, okay, that's what we're doing now. Like we're doing yes. only that. That happens with food too. Like yeah. for me, <laughs> like my body's like, you're not eating for two hours. Okay, I don't like you, but I'll make it. <laughs> but I feel that with my voice too, especially for me with yeah. the head voice stuff. Like if I sing a ton up top, then I notice, oh, my voice is doing nothing. Then it starts to be like top heavy, right? Or you start to feel mm-hmm. like, oh, whoa, whoa. like Absolutely. everything starts to pull up. And then yeah. you go to sing low and it's like, whoa. where is it? Um, yeah. Yeah. 
And I and was telling Alex it, last night, same thing the other way, because I yep. would sing a lot from the like the lower end, the speaking register. And then I had to kind of like change the way I was singing up high because it really wasn't very healthy just because yeah. I was taking like kind of my speaking register mix placement and bringing it up instead of sort of like resetting or something. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Sorry. What were you saying? Uh, I was just saying there's there's really so like um, singing low and singing high are very different like amounts of tension and and different amounts of like relaxation or like you know like high is generally tight and low is generally loose and, and mm -hmm. like uh, like if you tune a guitar you like you feel that you get that sense right away right and so um, so that's why like normally we can as the day goes on we can kind of sing higher a little bit easier and and um, and in the beginning of the day, we can sing lower a little easier. It's kind of like the why that happens because it's just like we slowly <laughs> being a human <laughs> is a tense thing, <laughs> like just like being around and alive and stuff just is going to, I think in my experience of it, just like, like, uh, the aggregate of like tension through the day, someone says something mm -hmm. weird to you, you get a text message and you're like, <laughs> like it just is like so it just kind of tenses up a little bit more as it goes through you're in a concert or something you know you're you might be a little stressed and uh all of a sudden that note that you can normally hit that's lower is like oh, oh my um, God. and maybe some and maybe also too sometimes the high notes that you can hit without a lot of tension all of a sudden feel a little bit trickier you know a little tenser yeah. or something man and getting tired Getting tired. Sucks. I underestimate that so much. I did a session for when I was like recording free screens and I thought I, but I see my, I, us I usually can sing to an E flat now these days. And so my lowest note was an F, but a lot of it, there was a lot of that. And I, I was like, by the end of the session, it was like dark. Like I had to be like kind of moving my, I was like, like, and I had, I never thought, like I always know that the E flat might kind of fall off, but I really underestimate being tired. It's hard. I, sw I feel that even on gigs, like in the mm -hmm. middle of a gig, like I, I have to strategically place the tunes because I'm like, ooh, by the end of the gig, am I going to have like these low notes? And you're like, maybe yeah. not. But the pressure thing, you're right about that, too, because I feel like on the couch, I can sing anything. I'm like, like and then in a, in a recording studio or in front of people, like, yeah, I'm definitely tenser. Yeah. So and it, it depends, like, how hardcore things are happening. But you yeah, you might need to like if you have a if you have a recording session booked for like a weekend or something, you know, you might be much more methodical or thoughtful about when and how and all that kind of yeah. stuff and what you're doing for warmups and, and Alex mentioned cool or Alexandria mentioned cool downs. Like that's also yeah. a thing. And oh. that's also, that's just kind of part of all the balancing act. You know, I, I don't usually feel like I necessarily need a cool down on like a regular basis, but like there are times where I'm like, yeah, I need to like, uh, that's one of those things that you were saying you can tell when you have to stop. I can tell when I need to warm down because mm -hmm. my voice literally feels like this. It yeah. feels like like this, but in my well, this is wow, this is an audio medium. I'm raising my eyebrows. Like everything <laughs> feels like scared face. Yeah, like really just up in the yeah. air. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. And and if you're feeling like super fatigued too, like a cool down, it's kind of um it's kind of counterintuitive, but a cool down can actually like recover some of that vocal load by the end of the day. 
So like um, just just like humming or something in like a comfortable range and like sliding around and all of that kind of stuff. Like that, I found that like sometimes if I've had a really rough day of singing and I'm like, oh, I have another day tomorrow where I'm gonna have to be doing some stuff. If I've just by the end of the day, it's like sometimes I'm in my car driving home from the thing or walking home from the thing or whatever, or lying on the couch is just like, Mm, just kind of floating yeah. around and like feeling it and trying to feel like it kind of like for me I actually get the feeling of it kind of settling down like there's yeah. this thing where it's just kind of like you know it can yeah, just kind of feel yeah. it like let let loose a little bit so I, you know but I don't know that you have to do a lot of this stuff all the time but again it's kind of like are you in the NBA or are you just playing on Sundays with your friends, you know, and yeah, yeah, and it kind of takes a different thing. And like diet, like plays into a lot of it too. Like, yeah, if I have like jalapeno chips, like it's mm -hmm. I'm done for. Like acid reflux commence. <laughs> oh, wow. And then after like having that, and it just oh man, it sucks to sing after that. Like yeah, really being aware of like your diet and how like your body reacts to different foods and like. Like some people, oh man, yeah, you know, oh. like and how that affects your voice and like what you know, all that's good or how that not affects your voice but affects your everything. Yeah, it does affect your everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's always these trade offs, and and um, when I was a freshman in college, like we got the talk from the voice department head that was like, "This is vocal health," and I was like, I was terrified like i just kind of went back to my dorm room and i'm like i'm just gonna sit here mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna move or like get in trouble you know and yeah they do so there's some like scary pet out there like some scary there's some scary pet yeah like yeah saying things, I think, i'm like yeah. <laughs> i think it's important to know that like some things are are adding like pennies to the jar some things are taking away and you don't get any like you don't um there's really no award for ending the day with a jar full of pennies. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. you don't get to cash it out. You don't get to roll, like you don't get to like save all save of them it. up or something. Mm -hmm. Like maybe you get to, maybe some of it rolls over, but it's like a tiny bit. So it's like live your life, have fun. And like if you can be conscientious about some of the stuff, that's cool. Sometimes you're not going to be. And sometimes like mm -hmm. shit's going to hit the fan and it's going to suck. Yeah. And there's going to be a time when you really want to sound good and you just can't. And mm -hmm. That's just part of like grit, the grit of it or something and like building up a thick skin. Just be like, that was just what that was, you know, Yeah. like Sorry, the day. live to die another day <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> like live to sing another day. Okay, let's hop into this week's newsletter. This is the third entry in our new series of best of lists, four for foray. From the bowels of hell and the funk of 40,000 years. Yeah. Here are our favorite songs for Halloween. Uh, we're gonna do a round robin kind of situation again, uh, going through our list. And I will start, because I'm the oldest, and... <laughs> I will start with probably the oldest song on the list. Let me check. Yes, the oldest song. No, the second oldest song on the list. Ha ha. Um, this is Monster Mash by Bobby Pickett. Um, I love this song at Halloween. I have like a little <laughs> inside joke with some uh, friends of mine where I 
I do the I do this and I go, he did the mash. He did the monster mash. And then I do it in that voice and I go, oh my God. He did, he did it again. What did he do? He's doing it. He oh, did the mash. oh my God. And I just talk in that voice Charlie. and I, it's very dry and slow. <laughs> it's a very I slow rolling that joke. That would be addicting. Like, how oh do you stay God. in that voice? Oh my God. Oh he my, did the mash. Oh my God. Oh my God! He did it again. <laughs> it was a graveyard smash. I can't know if I hate or if I love it. Like, I love it coming from Charlie. Oh my gosh! <laughs> a little bit, a little bit of it goes a long way, but it's a uh, you know, it's kind of nice. So, um, it. yeah, it was like a apparently. But I don't know much about Bobby Pickett, but I did a little research about this, and apparently it's just like all novelty stuff. Like he just does, like he was kind of doing stuff, and like people liked it when he did like weird little characters and everything. So, so he was just kind of like doing this whole kind of thing. But from 1962, the Monster Mash. That's my that's my first one, and that kind of kicks off our list. Amy, what's your uh, what's your first song? My first song is. One normal night from the Adams family. <laughs> I love the Adams family so much. And my experience has mostly to do with the musical. Cause I know also there's like <laughs> movies and the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I loved I was in the musical my freshman year of high school and I was in the ensemble as a ancestor bride. <laughs> so I looked terrifying. <laughs> I'm talking like white and gray makeup, like white wig. I'll send a picture. My um, brother. <laughs> yeah, literally insane. But the music is just like super fun to sing. And it's kind of like creep town, but it's silly at the same time. And I just think it's a really nice vibe for Halloween. And I loved singing One Normal Night because we would go, One Normal Night, One Normal Night, One Normal Night, <laughs> Wednesday once. And it's like, <laughs> like a lot of like creepy, like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I really dig it. And there's comedy, too, which I think is, like, honestly, The Adam Family, the musical is so funny. I've never it, checked it out. You should. It's just so funny. They do a really good balance of, like, comedic relief and also some, like, real storytelling, you know, Ooh. of love and family. Yeah, I listened to this for the first time because it's on the list. And I was like, I did not know... I think I knew I knew it existed, but I'd never I did not know what the vibe was. I'm used to the yeah. Adam Family movies, like from the I think it was from the nineties or something. And yeah. there's an See, MC Hammer. There's like an MC Hammer, which I don't know. Have you guys heard of MC Hammer? He's yes. a rapper. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just checking. I'm just checking. I was very like, rude. We are lifetime part. <laughs> well so, okay. Side quick sidebar. So there's this new Taylor Swift album that came out like this week or last yes. week or something. Yes. I don't know if anybody's heard of that, but it's been a big Everywhere. deal uh, to yeah. everybody I know, basically. And um, and a student today told me like uh, it's one of the uh, one of my younger students was like, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but this new Taylor Swift album just sounds like very millennial vibes. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyways, uh, so the so MC Hammer had this Adam's Family song. It was like, do what they want to do, say what they want to say. Bum, 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 Adam's Family. Uh, uh. Oh. <laughs> and it was great. And the music video was crazy because I'm hijacking this a little bit. But the music video was no, crazy because part of MC Hammer's like crew was this dancer that I think was just called like No Bones or something. And he did all this like weird like, like um, No Bones. 
Yeah, like, and he did this, like, backwards walking thing in the music video that was, like, so, he's, like, upside down walking, like, on a thing, and it was, like, so weird looking. Oh, my God. I need to catch my I breath. That. I got so excited about that. I actually kind of forgot about that. No that might have been on my list, but, yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, Alex, uh, what's your first What's your wait, first wait, song? can I ask a oh. question? Yeah. Is the theme, like, the da na 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 that's from yeah. the Addams Family, right? Okay, yes. well, also talk about how powerful that is because that is everywhere in elementary schools. Oh, yeah, that's how Days I learned of the week. week. Yeah, days, days of the week. week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, I think that's <laughs> awesome. Like when something can become so universal. Yeah. In that I bet way, in a hundred years, that's, that's but... in a hundred years they're gonna be like that'll be like the the um, national anthem from for some country <laughs> for some new country we don't even know like of Antarctica or something. They'll be like polar bears. Polar bears. <laughs> <laughs> you know whatever. I yeah I don't know the um. <laughs> <laughs> but it is funny if you if you just go ba 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 bum, like you yeah, can't yeah, yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. like snap. Okay, uh, uh, Alex, what's what's your first what's your first? Tune? Um, I got a less traditional vibe. I went with "Black Magic Woman" by Santana, um, and I only know this song because in elementary school, um, we had to. I was in the jazz band. <laughs> I'm dead. What year? <laughs> Wait, I want elementary school jazz band. Elementary. I was in so, one in fifth grade. Yeah, same. Like it's like third through fifth graders can be in it. I'm gonna cry. So we were, you know, you got a black magic woman. You know, you can't mess up that song. So that's why they gave it to us essentially. I love that. <laughs> but I listened back to it. I was like, oh yeah, I like the spooky vibes. If you're a witch, and you got some black magic going on, this will give you. You know, wait, I'm so dumb. I could have done something from Wicked. Oh, yeah. Anyway, what, what's a Wicked song, though? I love the Honorary. entire soundtrack. How about No One Mourns the Wicked? Oh, I mean, she's no a witch. So. It's not really Halloween, though. Wait, and also you could do like Sweeney Todd. I mean, there's like a lot of. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, who am I? There's a really, really good. Oh crap! Which one? There's so many good songs from the Sweeney one, Todd. The, the one where he's in the barber shop and the it, it can be. Oh man, which one? Wait, the main song. The, no. No. It'll come. We can do. Like, let's do honorable mentions at the end because okay. I have. Okay. Like, okay, okay. I have a bunch. Of, <laughs> I feel okay, like my, I needed my... a brainstorming session. I, anyway, <laughs> I think it's good that we are all kind of like on our own island and we have to like kind of come up with stuff. And I tried not yeah. to like look up a bunch of stuff. I just tried to like off the top of my head. I'm like, let's go for it. So, but there, there's a lot more. And um, uh, my my next song on my list is is pretty new. Uh, Halloween by Phoebe Bridgers. Oh yeah. Um, which is uh, what? Well, yeah, it's a it's a very like moody song, which is probably hard to imagine coming from coming from phoebe bridgers but um but yeah the course is basically baby it's halloween so we can be anything it's really it's really great i love that tune it's a it's a great album too i think it's off Punisher. she's always got those vibes going the yeah. like the spooky yeah. vibes she's like a mysterious something yeah yeah i definitely hear that i'm gonna wear like skeleton pajamas um alex or uh amy what's your next my one turn. this is halloween that's my next one. And like the funny thing is <laughs> I don't I uh, I feel weird saying this because like I can get into it. Like I'll carve a pumpkin. I will go dress up. I trick or treat it every single year. But like Halloween is not one of those things where I'm like, 
29 days to Halloween. Like there's some people who are so into <laughs> yeah, Halloween who plan their costumes yeah. like six months in advance. That's not me. So as I was writing this, I was thinking about this and I was like, I just like, I don't really know. But this song does make me feel in the mood, you know, like if you put on this song, I'll be like, let's go like carving pumpkins, <laughs> watching a scary movie. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Is um so yeah, and this is from Nightmare Before Christmas. Is Nightmare Before is. Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? That's what I. I think it's. A, it's just spooky vibes. It should be yeah. It's just I don't even know. It's the two. Those are the two weirdest combo hol, like um holidays yeah, to smoosh together. They're almost For kind sure. of opposite. It's almost like heaven and hell, and it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Like they make some I, of the, like scary movies where it's like Santa is the killer or something, and I'm like, I don't. Oh, I'm not on board for that. I don't think I can get there. No. What about Gremlins? Know. Is Gremlins a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Have you seen I have Gremlins? Not seen that? No. What is that, Charlie? <laughs> should we watch it tonight? Yeah, you should. What is it? Yeah. Is it good? Gremlins is they're Gremlins. Okay. It's great. Oh wait. <gasps> no, I know this where he turns into one and then and then in the middle of the night. Well the yeah, like they come off like there's like a really furry little guy. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. if you feed him or if you get him wet, then like he like multiplies. Oh and then if God. you feed them after midnight, they become gremlins. They become I, evil. And they're slimy oh, and green. But it happens during Christmas. It happens, it happens during, during Christmas. Christmas, and so like it's kind of complicated because like there's Christmas oh, stuff happening, and then there's just gremlins running around. Anyways, that's uh, just what my uh, brothers used to call me growing up. Gremlin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. I was, oh, my next one is one way or another. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, that's that a one. great one. So we watched. We recently watched. Hocus Pocus 2, uh, if you can go back to a couple episodes, we talk about it and yeah. Charlie's <laughs> disdain for Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> but, but I agreed with you, though, Charlie. That wasn't a roast. I did agree with you. It's like, is this a musical? <laughs> anyway. But at the end of the at the movie, they have this, They of course, the, the sisters come out and they do um, the song. And it was stuck in my head. Really? I kid you not for like the longest time and it is creepy i mean they get you get you get you get you they did that for a second grade dance competition when i was that age <laughs> not a competition recital <laughs> literally they came out and danced to that I'm song like, get you get you I'm you know yeah. what the heck one way or another i'm gonna find yeah yeah like that is so creepy is it not Extremely. that's creepy vibes anyways yes one way or another. <laughs> and it's so i swear it was in my brain for six hours oh, i was terrible. singing it i was like oh my gosh different song please but yeah i feel like like just hocus pocus the original one does get people into like the fall halloween yeah. spirit and so hocus pocus 2 attempted to do the same thing yes <laughs> it sounds like maybe some but some people liked it i don't know Stick to your guns, Charlie. <laughs> I, I just, I can't imagine it, I like it more at the end. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I, you probably I, didn't I, like it less. Yeah, I think I was like, I think I had a lot of goodwill going in. And so it's yeah. like, you know. Um, okay, my next tune is Thriller. Oh. And uh, Thriller written by Rod Temperton and Quincy Jones. 
Oh, I have a story about this one too. Why do I know all these songs? Maybe this is why I don't like Halloween. <laughs> we watched this in third grade and I, I needed to like literally go home. I used to be the so sensitive. Video? Yeah. I used to be so sensitive to visual things. Like I got so afraid of a lot of things and there were some things that were shown in school too early for me. Oh no. That yeah. Michael Jack, scary. Michael Jackson is I, scary. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the feeling. Anyway, so so Michael Jackson is like a, or was like a Jehovah's Witness, and so he put I did this. Not know that. Um, so he, there, in the beginning of it, there's like a um, there's like a disclaimer in in the beginning of the um, music video. There's a disclaimer that says like basically like I'm I don't support the occult and that like um, you know this might be troubling to some viewers and all that kind of stuff. I mean, this came out in 1984, so I was like one when this came out to give just <laughs> let everybody know how old I am. But the um, if you didn't know by me already saying I'm a millennial, the <laughs> but I saw this. I don't know. I must have seen this like when I was like in elementary school or something like that too. Like it could have been that same thing. And I was at like my cousin's house, and my Aww. aunt was like, "Let's watch Thriller," and I was like, "Yeah, I love Michael Jackson. Like I was a huge fan." And um. Like, I no joke, like, cried for a half an hour. Like, my mom had to come pick me up. I was, like, so scared. I mean, I love it now. It's, you know. I have not watched it video. since third grade. Since then? The music nope. video is so cool. The dancing is so good. Like, the dancing is so cool where, like, all the zombies are dancing and stuff. And it's, like, legitimately, like, a good scary movie, actually. It's only 13 minutes long, the music video. Which is long for a music video, obviously. Yeah. But. Yeah. But I also wanted to, this kind of like made me want to, I specifically didn't um, say Michael Jackson in the news, like in the in writing. And it's because I have some weird feelings about Michael Jackson, as probably yeah. so many people do. So I kind of wanted to get your takes on on this, like, is Michael Jackson canceled? How do you, how did the two of you kind of approach this? Because it's hard, because some of my favorite music of all time is recorded by him and performed mm -hmm. by him. Yeah. And... I'm in a I'm in a kind of a tricky spot. I definitely yeah. feel weird every time I, and I don't listen to it that much, you know. Like I have yeah. his records here, and I don't really play them. Um, it's hard. Thoughts. I was talking about this the other day, and came to like a thought that it's easier for me if the person is dead, in terms of like yeah. letting both of them exist, like being very clear about about not feeling good about them as a human, but also appreciating the art that they made and harder for me if the person is alive and can like actively yeah. harm or, or just like be the way that they are, I guess is what I would say. That's a good way to think about it. It's but always... I also have listened less as time has gone on. Yeah. It's hard. Um, it's like a problematic king. There are a lot of problematic kings that we are dealing with. They're um, making more every day. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah. I think like I can appreciate his music. I think still, I think it is easier because he is not alive. Um, it, but I think like listening, listening consciously, like I'm listening to Michael Jackson, but I understand that he wasn't like the best human ever. I mean, we see that with so many artists, like they're not the best humans ever, but we, the way that they contributed to like society is just too great to ignore. We can't just ignore Michael Jackson because he revolutionized what it means to be an mm -hmm. entertainer. And what that did yeah. for American pop. 
Yeah. I think I'm in a similar zone as the two of you. I, you know, like, I think I'm trying to be, you know, uh, conscious about it, you know, like, yeah. but, but at the same time, yeah, it is, it is different that he's not alive. I think part of that too is like the money part of it too. That's like, what I was going to say. Like, oh, if they can still make money, he can't make money, money off of the streaming of music and all that kind of stuff. And I, I, yeah. but I don't know. I, I also don't know that it's necessarily my place to be like judge and jury of all of that kind of stuff. But it is true that if I feel uncomfortable about something, I can just not listen to it or not buy it or yeah. whatever. Um, I, I, I also like I guess- truly, I go a lot by how it makes like people around me feel too. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. If, in terms of like, I don't need to listen. To, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, I definitely care a lot more about like how everybody's feeling in the world. Like, if they're feeling comfortable and safe, <laughs> than I do about listening to anyone's music. True. Yeah, there's a lot of music out there. Yeah. Nerd music. Nerd music. <laughs> okay, not to be a downer, uh, Amy. What's your next tune from My someone who's not a one. from someone who's not a problematic king? is our our next artist i love him so much this is super wow (laughs) crash and burn on that one superstition nope superstition um this is like such a great song and it's like he just has some of these songs that are like i don't even know how to explain them they've just become like essences or something i feel that way about sir duke too oh, yeah maybe because of how much people like sing that one in school <laughs> but but this song is just like like i just think he always comes through with groove harmony songwriting lyrics like he stevie wonder is such a badass i feel so strongly about him and i love him so much yeah, yeah. he's the so. best and this song is just kind of like a little spooky, I guess. I think yeah, I think it totally works on this list. I I don't have also anything to add to that. Yeah, I full, fully fully cosine. Yeah, fully cosine. Ah, oh, love it. You said. Alexandria. Um. So I have one that's like not really um, Halloween themed, but the first it you know. I don't know. Beyonce had this has this like really like um like oh don't hurt yourself. I don't know. I can't do it. But she sounds so fierce and like like who do you think that I something like that. But I sound so bad. I really love. <laughs> but I was like, oh my gosh, if like I were uh, this is if this were a Halloween costume, this is what I want to be. Like this song, don't hurt yourself. Like if it were a Halloween costume, I would want to be it. Like you put on like the leather pants, like maybe like the double horns and like, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> you know, you know, it's like such, I, I said main character energy. Mm-hmm. It gives like total main character energy. And just like, if you're getting ready and you have like a bad B costume on and you're just like, yeah, the song, you should listen to the song. What is this move like the? This is like if oh, I had hair, hair like a yeah, hair. Yeah, but you did like... this first. Like, <laughs> I think I had something on my face. Oh. <laughs> I thought this is part of the move. Like, <laughs> no, just my hair is always in a bun, so I always like hit my button in the back. <laughs> <laughs> this but is yeah. my I 
I'm kind of late to the, or I'm, you know, I'm kind of a casual Beyonce fan, but this is my favorite album. Lemon, Lemonade, Lemonade is like my, Lemonade's my favorite also album. Problematic. My... I don't know enough to speak on it, but she's also problematic. That's all I'm going to say. Anyways, but Lemonade's really good. Oh, man, I don't know the Beyonce tea yet. Yeah, we'll is there a new tea? I feel, I don't think it's that new. I oh. think, I don't want to put it in because I actually don't, I'm not, but I just know she is. There's something about like sweatshop labor happening mm. with her brand. Oh. Anyway. And Nike and Apple. True. I mean, say? then you open Apple. that. That's like a whole like <laughs> corridor. There's a corridor. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not apologizing for I'm not an apologizer. Let's move on. No. My next tune, Ghostbuster, not apologizing. Oh! Um, Obsessed. Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. Um, 1984, maybe one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, but you didn't like yeah. the remake, I'm guessing. I like the oh oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. Is that how you see me? I just hate everything. <laughs> the um, I actually just saw the new Ghostbusters movie, like the new one with um. Leslie with all the babies Jones. in it. Yeah. Oh, it was really good. I liked it a lot. Did you like it? Yes, I saw it in I 3D in the theaters. Oh, you saw it in 3D? Well, I, I really liked it. I really liked it. Um, I no, I do go into that stuff like wanting to like it. I just, ha you know, I don't know. With the Hocus Pocus 2, not as good as <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife, I think is what it's called. Oh, I, I thought that was called that. I thought it was great. I thought it was cool. And I actually like the other Ghostbusters too, like the um, like the all female kind of SNL cast version. Oh, of that's the one I was talking about. But oh, really? That one? Yeah, I like that one too. I like I like them both, and hmm. I like Ghostbusters too. Some people don't like Ghostbusters too; they just like Ghostbusters one. But I like Ghostbusters too. I like oh, them all. Also, Ghostbusters got it unlocked they, for Charlie. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I had the I had the proton pack as a kid, and I had like the little oh. trap. And, like oh, you stepped on it, and it opened up, and Is there a picture um, or something. Maybe I don't know. My dad, <laughs> my dad might still have the proton pack, like in the attic or something. Oh my like god, that. that's totally that. plausible. Um, but yeah, what what I when I was doing some research of this though, I, f I found out I didn't know that Ray Parker Jr. had actually been actually got sued by Huey Lewis in the news because Huey Lewis in the news said that they they stole like the baseline um Why? for this song but apparently ray parker had only like a few days to write this like first they asked um like uh the guy from fleetwood mac or something to do it and he was like no i don't want to just do a bunch of soundtracks and so they asked ray parker jr and he like he had like three days or something to write <gasps> this and um That's and crazy. apparently he was like what do i do nothing rhymes with a ghostbusters <laughs> he's like what yeah. word rhymes with ghostbusters and then apparently he was like watching tv and he was like he saw a commercial, like an infomercial thing, and he's like, "Oh, I'll just do it like it's like a commercial song." Oh wow! So, that's wild. Like, who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters. If there's something that. strange and it don't look good, uh. who are you gonna call? He did it again. Oh. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> Anyways, that's Ghostbusters. Let's let's move on. Uh, Amy, what's your what's your last one on your list? My last tune 
cartoon, anyways, is The Monster by Eminem featuring Rihanna. Rihanna. And this brings me back to, well, so, okay, in 2013, I was like 13-ish. And so that was middle school. And that was like the era of all these songs that have features on them. Like it was always like, like the airplane song or something with like B.O.B. and yeah. like, you know what I mean? It was all these songs that had like, what you talking about? And then it'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and so like this song just brings me back to that feeling of like going to what they would call a fun night, which was like at school, seven to like 9 p.m. We have Friday Kinda, night lights. Really? It's yeah. probably like that. Like it wasn't like a dance, but it was like there was a dance floor, but everyone was like much too awkward. And then there was like the gym was open and like there were snacks and pizza. Oh my gosh. And they would like same. blast this song. And also I just like I think Rihanna's voice is like pretty, pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. She's Rihanna. got like a really great voice, Rihanna. in my opinion. Rihanna. Rihanna. <laughs> Yeah. So she does. This song goes hard. This goes hard too. Yeah. I listen I actually listened to this in the car today. I was like, Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, this is a great tune to to round out our list. Alexandria. Alexandria. Uh I chose sorry. I put a spell on you Mm. by Screaming Jay Hawkins as performed by Nina Simone. And I wrote on the sub sub B stack. If you are a witch for Halloween, listen to this song. Who knows it's the required powers reading. it will give you? <laughs> I literally love that. Should I be a witch for Halloween? Why not? Anyway, if you are a witch for the a Halloween, you have to listen to this song. Okay, because it's Thrills. just it's like Thrills. Halloween, and if you want to put a spell on someone, then you have to like listen to this song so that you can garner the powers in order to get the spells. And then, I'm kind of in, you know, but this song is so good. Everybody knows this song. I, I mean, maybe not everybody, but I think everybody knows this song. Yeah. And it's kind of like this great, like, first, like, oh, to like femininity and power being a female, but also like spooky vibes. Absolutely. I, I enjoy it very much. That's funny because it's written by Screaming Jay Hawkins, who apparently had like a who had like a very um, he had like a notable recording of it too. He's not just like the person that wrote it, but that's mm. funny that now it is kind of. I I agree. It does feel like it has like you know, like um, whatever, like feminine power energy yeah. or something. Yes, or like for sure. Um, this is also from Hocus Pocus one. I don't uh-huh. know if anybody has seen that. Oops. This is this is the uh, you basically, Alex. You have like the hocus pocus list. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. hocus pocus list. Yeah, one way or another. It's basically I put a spell on you. Is the one way or another from hocus pocus one. Like they all get up on the stage and they like, and then I Bette see. Midler. Oh my god, Bette Midler slays on this. This is like this is maybe not quite peak Bette Midler, but it's like right after her prime as like mm-hmm. a singer, like like doing that kind of thing. And she kills on this song and that movie. It's really good. Ooh. Okay, Bette. Okay, She's Bet. like, I put a spell on you. Oh and God. now you're mine. <laughs> That's like Charlie, exactly can you just say? do like sound bits of like you doing Halloween things? <laughs> well, you doing that literally, I would love to do voice acting or acting that's creepy because it's so fun not creepy in like the the creep way but just like 
the like weird the stuff. Yeah. You can like I want that to be a button. So you know, things. I can press the button, it'll be Charlie's voice. <laughs> I've put a spell on you. <laughs> you get your alarm. Oh my god. Imagine. <laughs> yeah. That would be a that's a rough sounds like the start of a rough day. Okay, are there any uh, are there any honorable mentions? Like for me, there was like a lot of like soundtracky kind of things that I didn't put on here. So like the Halloween theme, like the oh, I, see, I forgot about that too. Like stuff like that. Was there I any like other I forgot ones? I about that... everything. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney. I can't what believe I didn't think of that. that song? There's so many beautiful songs. There's yeah. like that song Joanna is so pretty. There's uh, Beetlejuice. Beetle. Oh, that's a that, musical. Yeah. yeah, that's creepy. Um, what was the? You said something else besides Sweeney Todd. What did you say? I don't remember. So. But there's also Killer by Phoebe Bridgers. Mm-hmm. There's a song called Killer. She has it's a lot of spooky songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I for I should have like been. Oh, but there's like Psycho Killer by the uh, um, uh, by the <laughs> Talking Heads. I don't know. You know that song is like Psycho Killer. <laughs> yeah that's also a soundbite please Psycho- yeah Psycho- i like how um, it went off into the abyss you were like Psycho- yeah there's like that there's a song that's like abra abra cadabra i want to reach out and grab you do you know, i don't know if you know that song oh, oh my gosh there's I also know, like ta- uh there's rocky horror picture show there's like oh, time yeah. warp and stuff did you ever do rocky horror picture show like did you ever see it when you were i went to one yeah, I think like everybody has to do that in college or something, or maybe we, you didn't. We re- had it at our high school. Like we did Rocky Horror. I didn't get <laughs> it really. School. LOL. That's a little. But I like went in LA to one. Yeah, so I think like uh, there's like time warp and stuff. Um, uh, uh, jazz standard witchcraft. Oh yeah, Those and then fingers. I thought of. Mm. Hey, Be- I thought of bewitched, bewitched bother, and bewildered, but. Yeah. Also, that's more about love. Yeah. Yuck. Uh, there's the yeah. Billie Eilish. Yuck. Yuck. Barf. <laughs> she, Billie barf. Eilish is kind of creepy. Like, yeah, Billie Eilish. Oh, yeah. So like bury a friend. When I first heard bury a friend, I was like, oh, my God. I I had a totally different uh, like view that. of what I thought Billie Eilish was Like when I first heard that oh than like, now what I think of as Billie Eilish, I guess. She's oh, pretty dope. My light came back in. Yeah. Oh, orange yeah um that tune is super super cool uh we had some uh my extra credit this uh this week was um the david s pumpkins haunted elevator skit from snl do either of you know this no no i i've not gotten into snl like as i should i love snl i'm gonna say it on the podcast i can't believe i'm saying this in a secret dream of mine i would love to just like act with the people on SNL. I don't even need to be on yeah. it. I just want to like do a skit with them. You'd be great. You'd yeah, be great. I oh, think you'd be fantastic. I have a friend who I genuinely think is going to be on SNL. Really? Yeah, she's the one I want to do foray stuff. Okay. Well, foray is about to get way funnier, I guess. Oh, yeah. Anyways, this is like my favorite. There's a, there's a couple like funny, um, I gotta watch uh, see Halloween skits or whatever, but this is like Tom Hanks. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, so um, funny. And, the, and like, I don't want to spoil anything. If you haven't seen it, you definitely need to watch this. But there's like, he's like, I'm David as Pumpkins. And then then like, there's these two skeletons and there's this like, this is like weird, like 
trance kind of like house music or something that plays and the skeletons like dance or something and then at the end of the thing it goes like it's just like a slap sound and then he goes any questions and then like the doors close and the people are like i have so many questions (laughs) like what they're like is he from something like is he a character from like a commercial or something we don't know and they're like, you just have to find out. And they like oh keep going gosh. through things. But then apparently they fought. Fo- I didn't know about this until like yesterday. Apparently they followed up and did like a whole cartoon episode with like David S. Pumpkins, like trying to make it a thing. But um, it's so it's so funny. It's so random. I think you have to watch it three times, and then you will have it all memorized, and then it will you that. will think about it constantly. But um, <laughs> is is my is my kind of thing. But but yeah, um, uh, Amy, you want to read us out? Is I think that's I it for I think it's out. for our newsletter four for for a spooky songs. Check it out. Four 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 four. Um, thank you for listening, everyone, and supporting for a music. Remember to like and subscribe. And just a note: if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that helps us out a lot, and we would love to read and highlight your comments on next week's show. For more, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at 4A Music. Subscribe to our newsletter at 4AMusic.substack.com and check out our website at 4AMusic.com. Alexandria, what's our quote for the week? Enter if you dare. (laughs) She did it again. (laughs) John Legend. John John Legend did it again. Okay, we think you're super. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, everyone. Happy Halloween. <laughs> this is Halloween. Like that got left out of this conversation where she was just like, you guys have bad technique. And it's like, well, think about the setting. Like, if I'm in like a small room and I'm playing duo, I'm not going to be like, Like, what is technique? Like, what is technique? Like, does Jackson Pollock have bad technique? Compared to, like, Monet, compared to, like, whoever, you know? Like, that's technique, you know? And, like, I think a lot of times people talk about, like, basically, I think basically what a lot of times people talk about is ergonomics. Like, how can you do this a lot and not really hurt yourself?